0: To the best song ever, Mini. <laughs> That's what I talk like when it's Mini Sodes. No, it's not. I talk like this, but I'm Luke LeBan. You were probably confused. You're like, who's this l- little cartoon beetle who's speaking to me? But it's just me. Um, and I'm joined, as always, by my dear friend, Kevin Connor.
1: Hello. What's up, b- Kev? Excited to be here.
0: Yes. Excited to have you. It's an honor. Uh, l- long time, first time.
1: Yeah. So, Luke. I texted you last week, Wednesday. Yes. And I said, are you aware of this situation? You were
0: not. No. Which, the fact that I'm not seems to be quite shocking to a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Um, And, like, you've now gone on your way to not learn about it just for this podcast. Yes. And uh, I'm truthfully shocked this is still going on because the internet moves quickly news cycles churn yet it is uh today is tuesday uh three days before this episode comes out and this is still like happening so it definitely is worth covering if only because it is incredibly funny
0: wow it's still happening i'm very curious to hear what this is so i'm gonna read you a tweet
1: from famed rapper Nicki minaj
0: yes this is
1: from let me let me check the date. This is from last Monday, September 13th at 5:54 p.m. And okay. I hope that most of the people listening are like excited as hell right now because this tweet exploded. All right. Let's read that tweet. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine cuz his friend got it. And became impotent. His testicles became <laughs> swollen. His friends was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. Oh my god. Now Luke, this has some context to it. But needless to say, Twitter especially uh, popped off. Um, lots... Yeah. Lots of swollen testicle jokes. We will get to them later. Don't you worry. You know, um, my
0: first thought is um the uh you know in uh was it the original Justice League? Or no it's Batman v Superman, where the guy is like, Because of Superman, I lost my legs, my dick doesn't work, and my wife left me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I just love that that marriage was hanging on by a thread. She's like, if you ever lose the use of your legs or your dick, you're done. Out of here. Um, so that's what makes me think of.
1: <laughs> so this uh, this tweet really brought attention to everything else, but this all started because the Met Gala was that night. And oh, yeah. Someone had noticed that Nicki Minaj wasn't there or wasn't going or, or something, because it's often the who's who of Pop culture figures, right? Right. So, Nicki Minaj had tweeted, They want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, (laughs) be safe. Wear the mask with the two strings that grip your head and face. Not that loose one. Prayer emoji. Heart emoji.
0: Okay. Picture's coming into focus now.
1: so... So Nicki Minaj claims that she didn't want to attend the Met Gala due to her having a young child at home, which I think she had a kid last year. Um I like she's got and that's that's reasonable. Like I
0: That's I, valid. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um But this these this series of tweets really like paint a different picture and it gets much worse.
0: Oh no.
1: So uh, I will let you know when we've moved on from this Monday. But these tweets all oh took place God. rapid fire. Which vaccine would you recommend? It's hashtag queen radio time. Talk to me. Followed up by a poll. Take the poll. Hashtag queen radio vaccines. Of which uh, Pfizer is winning with 64%.
0: Hell yeah, uh, Team Pfizer, baby. That's I, what I'm, I I'm in, me. in
1: second place. Moderna with 19 uh, the J and J only at five, and other at ten point three. Uh, so. So that she's gonna was, take uh, other.
0: Y- maybe <laughs> she's yeah. Like, What's
1: this other one? <laughs> uh, there is an Astrazeneca vaccine that I think is in Europe, yes. So mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and later on she went to say, uh. In reply to one of her fans. I know, babe. A lot of countries won't let people work without the vaccine. I def recommend they get the vaccine. They have to feed families. I'm sure I'll be vaccinated as well because I have to go on tour, etc.
0: Okay. Reasonable. So,
1: okay. Like, yeah, like, I I disagree with the hesitancy, but I understand it. Right. Again, I disagree, but, like, whatever. Yeah. But this is where it gets... (laughs) <laughs> Weird. And I'm gonna send you a tweet right now, Luke. And I want you to listen to it and, and we'll edit this into the show because Okay. It's it's a lot. So go ahead and give this a listen.
0: Yes. Hello, Prime Minister Boris. It's Nicki Minaj. Um, I was just uh <laughs> calling to tell you that I thought you were so amazing on the news this morning, and I'm actually British. Um, I was born there, I, I went to university there, I went to Oxford, um, I went to school what? with Margaret Thatcher and she told me that so many nice things about you. I'd love to send you my portfolio of my work since you don't know much about me. I'm a big, big star in, in, in the United States. Okay. A couple of so things.
1: I I've been able to decipher most of what's going on with the situation. I do not understand
0: this. <laughs> well, first of all, she's watching like Boris Johnson interviews or something like why? Um also I like how most uh celebrities like lie about their age to seem younger, but she said she went to school with Margaret Thatcher, which would make her like 50. Eight. I don't know how old Margaret yeah, let's, uh, Thatcher is, let's but... figure
1: out. Let's figure out this this age. Let's Margaret do the math. College graduation. Uh. Margaret Thatcher. Uh, Margaret think- Thatcher attended Oxford, um, between 1943 and 1947. <laughs>
0: Wow, I was being generous, so she would have to be like 80 or 70 to Yeah, unless gone there. Of course,
1: if if Nicki Minaj did work with her in her postgraduate, uh, that is, of course, up until 1951, but that's still... Uh, Could have been postgrad. Yeah, we're gonna... That's I don't know, I it's, it's baffling to me, I don't understand this part, but we're just gonna move on because we've got a lot to cover.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go.
1: Alright, so... She's beefing with a lot of people on Twitter. People are replying, like, this is fucking stupid, blah, 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 whatever. Of like, course, there's, of course. There's a lot. You can go find it if you want it. And then Wednesday night. So this is already two days after. Uh, okay. It's going off the rails. Because who comes <laughs> to Nicki Minaj's defense but Nicki Minaj superfan, Tucker Carlson? Oh, no. So he said some bullshit. This is... Nikki's great... Whatever. Fuck Tucker Carlson. That is an official Kevin Connor stance. Um,
0: I call him fucker... (laughs) Wait, what do I call him? I call him fucker Carl... Cunt? (laughs) Yeah. He's literally the worst.
1: Um, And she tweeted a clip from his show where he was defending her with just, like, the bullseye emoji. And, like... (laughs) People are like, you know, Tucker Carlson is like just genuinely a primetime white supremacist. Like he is yes. the worst type of person. And uh, this is not just, even the worst like,
0: type of person. He's just the worst one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this is an unfortunate trend where right wing establishment figures single out one voice in like mm-hmm. pop culture or media and go, "CC, this is what they're trying to hide from you." Yeah. Um. And this leads to a whole mess of discourse throughout, Um, and I like there was, like I said, I did not think this would be relevant by the time we recorded this podcast. Yet it still is because it's been exploded. So we're still going. It's now it's two days after Nicki Minaj tweets. uh, She quote tweets someone that says the United Nation needs to invite you to speak at the General Assembly immediately, Uh. Uh, which. Whatever. Dumb takes are a dime a dozen on Twitter. But Nicki Minaj quotes that and says, The White House has invited me, and I think it's a step in the right direction. Yes, I'm going. I'll be dressed in all pink like Legally Blonde so they know I mean business. I'll ask questions on behalf of the people who've been made fun of simply for being human. Hashtag Ballgate Day 3.
0: Okay. Ballgate because
1: of the swollen testicles. Oh, oh, because of that. Yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. Luke, you <laughs> gotta remember. This all comes down to swollen testicles.
0: Wait a second. I don't know that I'm clear on when the swollen testicle tweet came out. Was that? That was. That, that was Monday. Monday. Okay. That was. That's like this was like a very small thing. Like I
1: saw Nick Minaj trending. I was like, I don't really give a shit. And then it just exploded. <laughs> just like uh, that guy's balls did. <laughs> exactly. So another issue with this is that it's really an indictment of Stan culture. I'm not sure how I'm not sure how familiar you are with barbs, uh um the Nicki Minaj fans.
0: Like you got Barbara Bush, you got um Yes. Yeah, that's what you're talking about, right? Uh you got Barbed yes. Wire. Those are the only two I can think yeah, of. <laughs> that's
1: that's the only two there. no. Barbs are what Nicki Minaj stands call themselves. They have uh they have flags. The American flag with Nicki Minaj saluting in front of it. Okay. Um, they are a very vocal, very powerful, very scary force on the internet. Whereas when Nicki Minaj, who's very active on Twitter, like turns the lens of the barbs onto someone, oh, no. it is often met with like harassment, yep. doxing at times. Doxing, of like, course. It, it is a horde of people attacking anyone that she decides to, like, disagree with and, and quote tweet. Which is bad. I mean, a lot of people mm. do this, but barbs are almost notoriously one of the worst. Wow. Yeah. So, when t- swollen testicles come up, the whole internet turns it into a meme, and then the barbs come out to defend <laughs> these swollen testicle takes. Release the it's barbs. A very, very, <laughs> it's a very spicy place
0: oh my god so
1: there's still stuff going on this has been the juiciest bits but i the last thing i want to do is of course talk about the memes i'll just uh i'm gonna start reading tweets i'll give the at go like these people because i literally my whole like feed uh monday night was just Nicki minaj <laughs> <laughs> referencing tweets it was incredible oh my god <laughs> so at travis helwig you're w- just walking around Trinidad, minding your own business, when Nicki Minaj tweets about your swollen testicles. <laughs> uh, Here is an NHL broadcaster, Pete Blackburn, uh, combined the swollen testicles with one of my favorite references, with, My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine, because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from his getting married, as there's a drive into deep left field by Casianos and that'll be a home run to make it a 4-0 go- ball game."
0: <laughs> Good one, if, Blackburn. Nailed it. If you're
1: a big sports fan, that one did it.
0: Oh, uh, man.
1: Now we're just looking at random people. At uh, Not A Heather, quote tweeted, Those born in 1990 through 1998, please can you briefly tell us why you're not married yet? Which, first of all, rude. And second <laughs> of all, the vaccine made my balls too big. <laughs> um, And then really just summing up the whole idea someone quoted Nick Minaj and said I really don't know how to joke about this. Like this is the funniest thing I've ever read in my life, which is just it's very incredible.
0: I think uh now people who are trying to get out of a marriage, they got their method right there. Fake uh COVID ball inflation and you're you're out, you're free. You don't need to do a whole runaway bride, just do that before the wedding and They'll dump you. Doesn't matter.
1: Exactly. The uh, South Park episode where the testicles are very large. Um, lots of references to that. Oh, right, right. seen that a lot this week. Uh, someone just asked, who will be the first to scold us for body shaming the hugely nutted?
0: <laughs> you know, it's going to be Tucker. It. Yeah, maybe.
1: Um, I don't know if anyone saw... Uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez's attacks The Rich Dress, but that's been photoshopped to include the entire body of the original Nicki Minaj tweet. <laughs> and it goes on and on and on. <sighs> I oh highly God. recommend just giving it a search because it's very fun. Um, and as fun as this is, I do want to read this from a Vox article about the subject because it is very true and very important. So this is a Vox article that is from, I want to attribute it correctly, Asia Romano. With the exception of the original scientific study that began the modern anti-vax movement, which used false and fraudulent research to create fear, vaccines have always been a part of scientifically established medical practice. They are safe, effective, and necessary for combating the spread of countless viral diseases. We may be making my cousin in Trinidad jokes for a long while to come unfortunate influence of Minaj's vaccine resistance could last even longer
0: true very true so um like and now she's a- misleading all those barbs too like everyone who like loves her and listens to them it's like there you go you got an excuse like you said also you mentioned how you know fox news will take the uh, a token artist and be like look look this is a big problem they did it with ariel pink Uh, after the Mm -hmm. Capitol or the Capitol riot, you know, they, um, I feel like, and there's also like, this is sort of a quote unquote cancel culture, uh, which I think is a stupid term, but like, I think it's a result of that. You saw it with Louis CK where it's like the audience he had before is not into him anymore. So he tried to appeal to the audience he knows will overlook that shit and still listen to his stuff. So that's why, like, when you – I read, like, transcripts of some of his jokes when that next special came out. And it seemed like he was really trying to appeal to, like, right-wing people. And that's why I feel like yeah, when someone in the entertainment industry has an unpopular opinion, that's where – and it's like we're all like, yeah, we don't want to hear what you have to say. (laughs) Like, and then – Fox News is like, ooh, opportunity. Let's bring him over to our side. So now I hope you just have like the the war of like the because Tucker Carlson was very anti-WAP when Cardi B dropped it, so he's very anti-Cardi yes. that, B. That's now insane, right? It's because Nicki Minaj.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it, the the hypocrisy is astonishing. <sighs> it's already exhausting just thinking about it. <laughs> Um, Let's not and I'll just like these alleged testicles. This segment is swollen out of control.
0: Exactly. So
1: I'll just say this to any Barb's listening: Please don't attack us. I love Superbase, and Nikki's verse on Monster is the highlight of my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. There, now you you can't be mad.
0: Yes, and also to any Barb's out there listening. Don't poke me. Ouchie. (laughs) Hey! On that note, I've got another Young Money artist to talk about, but this is a little bit more positive um, and less political. So let's talk about it. So I checked the Billboard Hot 100 after not checking it for a couple weeks you know, I've been keeping up with it, even though it's like I hate most of the music on it. It's like I like to know what's the top stuff. Um, so I checked and like the last time I checked, you had the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber with that Stay song was number one. BTS uh, was up there. Olivia Rodrigo. Those all got pushed down by Mr. Aubrey Graham, Drake. With Certified Lover Boy, you look at the Hot 100, his whole album is in the top 50. It's insane. This dude puts numbers on the board. Um, and so I'm like, clearly he beat <sighs> Kanye. And to further twist the knife, I go to the top albums chart. Certified Lover Boy, number one. Donda, number two. So Drake won. <laughs> the whole beef, the whole battle, Drake won in terms of album sales and I think popularity. Um it's like the opposite of when Kanye beat 50 Cent <laughs> in graduation sales.
1: So this uh that make that makes sense. I saw a tweet today uh Tuesday the day we're recording from Rap TV at rap TV.com, which doesn't seem to be any like major source, but has like two hundred thousand followers, so it's some amount of
0: some knowledge there probably.
1: I don't want to conflate followers with credible, but right. let's do that. And they tweeted, "Is Drake in 2021 bigger than Michael Jackson at his peak?" Uh, which the answer's no, but what a insane. Uh,
0: I mean, maybe, and that's the thing with Drake is no like way. I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed Scorpion, I enjoyed More Life I enjoyed Certified Lover Boy. But is the quality like that different? Really? No. And I feel like Drake just gets that high just by being Drake because Drake put something out and he's huge. And that's why I feel like it has nothing to do with like this album so much better than the last one or anything. I think it's just he is just so huge now that's like if drake puts something out it's gonna be successful
1: i think we uh i think i still side with uh, michael jackson on this one by about one million percentage points
0: hey you might be right i haven't compared the numbers so i think that's right i'm just saying in the uh kanye drake battle drake definitely won um although you know i'm team kanye all the way and maintain that donda is the superior album like what the fuck? And, uh, I, what the fuck is that? Way too sexy song. I'm sorry. <sighs> <laughs> That's the number I one. I listen to them both. I
1: listen to them both as uh, I'm legally obligated to do as a music podcast ho- host, and uh, I'm never gonna do it again.
0: That's fair. Hey, you know what? Another thing to consider too is because I think when the Billboard charts is a little bit delayed, Lil Nas X is gonna put them both to shame. I'm calling it now. Hell yeah! Yeah, have you been? Have you been listening to Lil Nas X,
1: Luke? Uh, is it time to talk about the music we've been enjoying?
0: Oh yeah, I have. Let's do it in our touts. Touts.
1: No surprises here, Lil Nas X with Montero. Yeah, baby, incredible. We listened to it One together album.
0: in the car. We did, and it's did. so
1: good. Uh, it's. I want to dive into it more because I've only listened to it a few times, but it's still, like, it's end of year list for sure.
0: Yeah, which I was thinking it maybe wouldn't make my end of year list. I was like, he'll have a couple bangers and then some that are, like, you know, too poppy or too lame for me. Every song is incredible. And I love the ones featuring Elton John, one of me, and the one featuring Miley Cyrus, which I'm not, like, the hugest miley cyrus fan so me saying that's like my favorite one (laughs) that says a lot i love her performance on it um but he also released uh like visualizers for like every song on youtube which is pretty cool i was watching them they're pretty sweet but yeah great um
1: a few more that have come out that i've really enjoyed uh sg8 asterisk from duckworth this is a, uh, a little short album from one of my favorites from last year, and it's really good. He asks the question, was your pandemic poppin'? I know mine was. Uh, a couple more. Casey Musgraves with star-crossed. This album rules. I highly recommend everyone give it a listen. Big fan of it.
0: Yeah, we also listened to that in the car on the way back from our, our bachelor party, and I enjoyed yeah. that one, too.
1: Uh Home Shake with Under the Weather, that's a great cool little album. And Kiro Kiro Benito Civilization, this is now that one. Their previous two Civilization EPs smashed together. And it's great. Yeah. It's not new, but I love it all the same. Listen to it.
0: Yeah, no, it was really good. I hadn't listened to them until that full one came out, till it came out as an album, and it was really good. Um yeah. Luke, what do you got? What do you liking? Okay. Well, first up, one of my favorite albums of the year. It's definitely in my top five. Lil' Sims with Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. Yes, I said that right. There is a missing Anne or some article in there. But that album is amazing. Some great cinematic hip-hop. She does the kind of, like, fuzzed-out punk thing on one song where it's, like, a laid-back with, like, a fuzzy guitar and her, like, rapping over it. But it had a very, like... Iggy poppy sort of melody to it I liked um and then just like I uh, just the production style on every song is like different and there are a lot of interludes I know Kevin listened to this in the car and you were saying there's a lot of interludes it's going on for a while it is a long album but I feel like every non-interlude song has something really great to offer so that's been one of my favorites. Yeah,
1: I want to sit down more with it because I've only listened to it twice and it's good. It's long and I want to see if that length is worth the, uh, worth the
0: time. Yeah. Uh, next up, Baby Keem with the Melodic Blue. Don't even get me started. I'm going to do a whole video about oh. it. Um, we don't have time, uh, but it's, that is, it's c- great. Listen to <laughs> it's it. It's like my favorite album of the year right now. It's amazing. Uh, Big Red Machine with how long do you think it will last? Uh, That is the duo of Aaron Dessner from the National and Justin Vernon of Boney Bear. And I'm happy to report, Kevin, you asked if he goes fully there. He goes fully there. He gets auto-tuny and weird on some of these songs. But also, there's like two songs with Taylor Swift, a song with Fleet Foxes, a song with Naeem. It's so good. I was blown away by this album. It was like, I thought it would be okay, and it was incredible. Um, The same can be said about Indigo D'Souza's Any Shape You Take. I mean, I expected that one to be really good, but it was still uh, really great. Like, she rocks hard on it. Um, And then Priya Ragu with Damn She's Tamil, which she is a pop star bringing in, like, some South Asian Indian uh, styles into the pop R&B sound and it's really good i feel like you'll like it kev there's some good grooves and some good bass lines and uh it was really good i was surprised by that one um (laughs) this one is one brian sent me i just shared it in the discord daisy with the and that's daisy like a daze not like the flower and it's maximum blast super loud the first 24 songs (laughs) That's their album, Whoa! but it was very like noisy. I said, it's like noisier pavement. It's just, it's got that sort of like sunny nineties, like indie rock vibe, but it's kind of like with a little noise rock going on there too. It's cool. And then uh mild high club. This is a breaking tout. I was just listening to this right before we started uh, the album going, going gone. If you liked home shake, I suggest this album. It's very good.
1: I feel like I listened to... Nope,
0: I didn't. Well, I know what i got to listen to now. There you go. All right, well, that's everything we've been listening to. How about we talk about the stuff we're excited for that's coming out this week in Shouts. (laughs) First up, I got Public Service Broadcasting with Bright Magic. I played them last week on the podcast, and I was listening to that album. It's really cool, really well done. Lots of different styles going on. Uh, and so I highly recommend that one. Uh, Nao, who's a great singer who I played previously on the podcast, uh, with, and then life was beautiful. I didn't even know Nao had a new thing coming out. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we got the rapper blue BLU with the color blue in parentheses E. So it's like the color blue, like his name, but then in parentheses, like the color itself. Um, yeah, so he's a great rapper, so I recommend that. Uh, then we got the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack, which I'm sure you heard some of this stuff going on too, Cash. Does it,
1: uh, (laughs) does it seem like it should be new, but it's actually very old?
0: (laughs) I like, I I just, I don't know all about this. I just saw like the de-aging of Ben Platt. And I'm just like, did you hear about this where people are like saying, Ben Platt's too oh, old to be... Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah, but Toby Maguire was 27 playing a 16-year-old. So it's like, <laughs> like, that's how things work. Just shut up. And I just feel like people are so afraid to like have a flop that they just like cave to what people said online. And we're going to deage like, him. We're going to deage. him. It's like, no, the de-aging looks so much dumber. Just keep it and accept criticism.
1: I can only remember a single time where online criticism probably bettered a project sonic's teeth <laughs> sonic's teeth yeah
0: <laughs> i still haven't seen that movie but it looks a lot better yeah but yeah i just think it's dangerous when you do that like obviously it's like you want to you want to like appeal to the market that you're you know trying to get like you want to take into consideration but i was just like man yeah it's like this instant. you hear that
1: Nicki minaj don't bow down to the pressure yeah
0: luke said Wait, so what what did i say and what how does it relate to her i might need to re go over that again <laughs> before i agree to that. i don't know it was all about it was all about tweets <laughs> yeah um i'm talking specifically with films kevin
1: okay my <laughs> mistake i thought i had you in one of my classic gotchas you got
0: me um i have two funny ones <laughs> Um, Ringo Starr with Change the World, this album cover, he's, like, in front of a brick wall, and there's, like, some colorful, like, wormhole happening. I don't know what's going on there, but that was funny. Also, uh, Angels and Airwaves with life forms. Hey, can you guess that that album's probably about aliens? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's Tom DeLonge's band.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, I'm just surprised cuz you told me earlier you took two funny ones and I uh I'm surprised the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack wasn't one of them. So
0: Oh, I guess that one was kind of funny me surprised. too. So but I genuinely love Dear Evan Hansen. I played a song from it on the podcast and uh I haven't seen the full musical but I listen to the soundtrack and like that's a big one in our house. Okay. So be careful. All right. I got my eye on you. Keep
1: it. I got I got three shouts right, right. for you to watch with your big eye on me. One I'm really excited by: Japanese breakfast with the Sable soundtrack. This is a game yes. that's coming out that she's doing the score to, uh, a single released, and it sounded really cool. So I'm very interested to see uh, see how interesting that is. Nice. We've got The Ophelias with Crocus. I played something from their last project on the podcast earlier this year, so I'm excited to hear more music.
0: Uh, I'm excited for that album. It has a song with Julian Baker, I heard, which is very good.
1: Yeah, that'll that'll be fun to check out. And finally, Larry June and Cardo, Into the Late Night. I was unfamiliar with Larry June until his most recent project, which I really, really like and is in the preliminary discussion. I'm having with myself for my end of the year list. So maybe this is a. Yeah. Make an appearance on there. We'll find out.
0: And Cardo produced for my boy, Baby Keem.
1: Your baby. My baby. Luke, you have a baby. You, I guess, are a father now. Watch, uh, tell us about yes. our three dads.
0: All right. For a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast, uh, head over to planetant.com. And uh, go to slash best song ever. That's our discord and check out all the other great shows there. And then offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. The new zine is out. My uh, interview with me Rex is up there. Go check it out. Well, that's it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBenz saying you better check your perspective.
1: I'm Kevin Connors and
0: go ahead. Chase those swollen testicles. <gasps> this is best song ever. All. Okay. 2021. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast.